welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hello, broads. Happy Halloween, you spooky skanks. Happy Halloween, <laughs> hoes. It's Halloween. It's it one is. of my most favorite times of the year. And what the fuck would Halloween be without Roz? Roz Dresfalez. Also, I'm going to say, if you're not watching this on YouTube, you should be because we're all in full costume, but none fuller than Roz herself. None fuller. Oh, this simple day look. (laughs) It's fun to just like walk around neighborhoods. Well, see, (laughs) I'm somebody that it's Halloween 365, you know, so it's always fun to have, you know, everyone else join me. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I'm usually like walking around neighborhoods like this to get from place to place. And so but for this time of year, I'm like, look, bitch. Look at me, because everyone else is like in costumes, but usually Normally I'm like, you're like scurrying around. Like, I wear like that visor mask thing, like those oh really weird. Yes, like, those things the full coverage. Like literally only people that have been caught in like a some kind of scandal wear as the paparazzi follows them. Like I wear those with a full face, like around town all the time. But no, for with the next week, I am just like wig. I'm here and I'm walking through a neighborhood in Glendale. I, I can tell you for a fact, Broads, that Roz actually floated it in wasn't even walking it's oh, floating. What? Levitated. you levitated. conjured me you <laughs> conjured me up um and then you're gonna light some sage and i'll leave uh we truly did because we needed to conjure you because after you were on the the first episode you were on with us which i guess has been like a few oh, months geez, now it's been a long time the it's broads went long. nuts Oh, we love it. you. I have so many n- new uh, broad squad. I mean, I call my fans my booze. So that I've got some boo, bro, some boo squad. Oh, you've got such good play on words with your podcast. I, know. I have to say. Oh, I love, I love a play on words. Sure. And thankfully, we have broads that are so supportive of all our guests. So I'm not surprised that they hopped on. Oh, over they're the years. best. Oh, yeah. You have the best listeners. I know. They're they just they love hard. They truly do. Yeah. But I mean, here's the deal. And you know what they love? What do they love? Some spooky shit. They love spooky shit. They love spooky 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 shit. And I had you on my podcast, Jess, and people went nuts and they're craving some backup. Okay. Okay. One of these days I'll get around to it. I had so much fun. Broads, if you haven't tuned in to Ghosted by Roz Dresfalez, you absolutely must. I mean, yeah, I would actually be honored to finally go on because I love your episodes. And immediately after we recorded our last one, you gave a you gave a little hint to the one where you talked with, um, can't think of their name, from Vanderpump Rules. Oh, Billy Lee. Yeah, with Billy Lee talking about Billy Lee's experience getting fucked yeah. by a ghost. She had sex with a ghost. <laughs> That shit was crazy. I mean, yeah. wait, wait. So when I was here last, it was before that came out. No, it was, it was like after. right after. It was right after. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you were teasing it. You know, you're like, well, on my podcast, we talked to Billy Lee about her getting fucked by oh, ghosts. Yeah. I've had a couple of people ghosts. that have contacted really? me about having sex with ghosts. And I'm not opposed. No. (laughs) My legs are open for any goals or ghosties that want to get it in. Well, the thing that's like important to note is that everyone that I have talked to has said it was a nice experience. Yes, it was a consensual experience. Well, but that's the thing. (laughs) But also, is it? Are they slipping into your bed and into your They ask permission. (laughs) (laughs) But every time they're like, wasn't expecting it, but it was great. 
So it could be super traumatizing for some people, I suppose. Well, I, uh, yeah, but <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm kind but, of like, but all the experiences down. that you've heard about have been fantastic. So. You're just going to have like a seance on your bed and be like, ghosts, enter me. Well, I, I looked it up and there's like ways of doing it. There's certain spells you can like. Wait, uh, for real? To conjure up totally. a sex ghost? Yeah, it's like there's like some underworld Tinder out there that you can somehow get, <laughs> swipe through. <You're> swiping. <laughs> I don't know. But what about the succubuses and the what? What are they called? And incubuses. Yes. Because the succubus. I mean, the, don't they both have sex with you till you die? I mean, I think there's a lot of stories. There's a lot of folklore. There's a lot of um, <laughs> misconceptions. Misconceptions about you know. Listen, families can come in many forms these days, and I would I would love to introduce you to my boyfriend. He's a succubus, but he's not here right now. He's a succubus. He's you know what I mean. Sucking the life out of someone else. If you know what I mean. Oh man, yeah. No, I'm gonna pass. I'm afraid I'd get demon possessed. Dating's tough in this town, yeah, you know, ladies. Like, you dating, don't know. <laughs> dating's so hard in LA. I want to begging for guys. <laughs> I'll take what I can get. You know, I have a song about this. I have a new song that just came out. Wait, and it is about this? It's about, well, after I talked to Billy Lee and her experience, and I learned about all these people that have had sex with ghosts, I was like, I kind of want, I'm, I'm interested. Do I make a song about this? So I, I tried. I, I tried to at least. You know, I've, I've been looking for love, you know, yes. and I just have had such a hard time dating. And I thought, you know, if I could like maybe date a ghost, you know, ghosts, um, you know, where else do they have to be? But they can just devote their time to me. So I <laughs> thought I would try. And um, do you want to hear it? Yes. Uh, yeah. DJ Ghoul. Can we hit yes. it from the back? OK, I'll give it to you. <clears throat> Wait, let me conjure up the track. <sighs> Oh, here it is. I met this guy who called me a queen. At first he had me shaking like a tambourine. Cause I thought he was spooky, but now he's just kooky. I'm ghosted! <laughs> On the night we met, I lit a candle. I wanted to get over someone named Randall. I dusted off my friend Mr. Ouija Board. And let me tell you, that's when I really scored. I blurted out things like, show me a sign. I felt a funny feeling up and down my spine. The flame blew out. That's when I had to shout, I'm ghosted. He told me that his name was Reginald Breyer. He died in an 1800s factory fire. He told me that I'm hot and he knows about heat. If he wasn't so cute, I would think he's a creep. I see right through this fella. No, literally, because he's see-through. He told me about a treasure buried under my home. I went downstairs and found an old caddy comb. Who are all these people and why are they so dead? Hey, that's my whole family, is what he said. There is Uncle Jim and his third wife, Lucille. Yeah, yeah, but where's the treasure? Isn't that the deal? Suddenly he vanished and I felt a cold breeze And I got spookied off by his Aunt Louise <laughs> I'm ghosted! There's this weird ghost family flying around my hair I'm fighting off the dead in my living room Bitch, don't you touch my wig! Woo! Standing ovation! Thank Standing you. ovation! Uh. 
Oh, Imagine wow. ghost Mark. in-laws to have to deal with that. People don't think about that. These are ghosts that once had families. They have in-laws. And oh, shit. Do you hear that? Appreciate your in-laws. My- Roz, I am just floored. This needs to be a number you, one. You snatched my wig. <laughs> Wait, is this downloadable? You know, I think we're just going to release it in my podcast feed for now. Okay. Next Halloween, uh, it's going to be the Monster Mash. Oh, this is the next Monster Mash. Are you kidding me? Monster Mash is dead. This is now over. Last year's sweetie. It's been canceled. This is taking over. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Graveyard (laughs) Smash? I don't think so. It's all about fucking ghosts now. (laughs) It is. We're 21st century women. Yeah. Please. Sex positive, baby. Thanks and for letting me sing my song. Oh my god! Fantastic. Thank you so much. This is I don't know. I think your toxing voice is quite excellent. Oh, I thank know. you. It's very sexy. Thanks. <laughs> I do what I can. Well, um, well, that was a fantastic way to get this show all revved up when we're about to get into some real creepy stuff. Okay, um, let's get creepy. But speaking of having sex, oh, uh, listen, Halloween can I've heard be. Of it. You've heard of it. Halloween can be the night of really like the sensual seduction and getting it on. I feel like at least it's been that way for me. You see your partner looking all sorts of fine in their spider costume or whatever. And you're kind of I told you I live 365 days a year Halloween. I'm talking about the whole experience. The whole experience. But on Halloween when you're just like, look at you. Maybe I want to have a baby with you. You in that hot costume with your partner. But this is important. Listen, knowledge is power. And when you know more, you can make better decisions for your body, your health, and your future. And there aren't many decisions bigger than having a child. But for many women, their fertility is a big question mark. Women are having children later in life, but biology hasn't changed, and we need tools to understand the future of our fertility, which is where modern fertility comes in. If you want more information about your ability to get pregnant, you need modern fertility. Modern fertility is a quick and easy hormone test you can take at home, whether you're thinking of trying for a baby now or want to know your options for the future. Your results are delivered within 10 days, and your personalized dashboard will give you insight into how many eggs you have, hormone levels, and any reproductive red flags. You can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse or use the timeline tool to plan ahead. This type of proactive testing through your doctor is not cheap. It can cost over $1,000, but with Modern Fertility, you can get the same information for just $159. It is truly amazing, this deal, um, and it's been so incredibly easy. You can do the testing from the comfort of your own home. It's the only comprehensive fertility hormone test you can do in your jammies. Uh, Two physicians review your test and if results do look abnormal they'll recommend a plan for retesting they're incredibly thorough and care about you and your plans and desires for the future and right now modern fertility is offering our listeners twenty dollars off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty that's twenty dollars off your fertility test when you go to modern modernfertility.com slash chatty modernfertility.com slash chatty Maybe you're going to have a ghost baby. A ghost baby! (laughs) You're going to get impregnated by... Okay, what if Mary... This is going to be sacrilegious for some people. What if Mary was impregnated by a ghost? I mean, isn't that kind of the story? I mean, an angel, which is like a ghost with wings. Or they say the holy ghost. The holy ghost. The Holy Spirit. I mean, I don't know. That's what I've said before. Like, I think we were talking about religion a little bit last time I was here. Like, I grew up Catholic, and that shit is like, that's some ghost shit right there. It's very ghost. If you can believe in that, you can believe in ghosts. That's true. It's very true. And we had actually a medium on last week. Oh, yes, I heard. She was fantastic, and she was talking about all sorts (laughs) of spirits. I'm so pissed 
I was not there. I am so pissed. I would love to have. I was like sitting in my car listening to the episode after it came out and I was just like interjecting. I was like, wait, but I. Man, I recently sad. had a psychic on too and she changed my life. Really? Yes. Really? What was that experience like? Oh my gosh. Everything pretty much that she said has come true. And now she's like my psychic. Like now I can be the kind of person that's like, I have a psychic. Really? Uh, Yeah. It was very like, it's very crazy. She did this thing where basically I met her randomly. She like exchanged numbers with my producer. And then the day that she was supposed to come on the show, she texted my producer and she was like, just out of the blue, just texted him. You need to stretch out your right side. Now my Wait, producer, what? which is like such a bold thing just to randomly send and, someone. So and, bold. and you're right. Like yeah. being very particular. He had hurt his right wrist the night before. It was so weird. Like, so she's so confident that she could just send something random like that to somebody. Somebody. It's crazy. And so was he tripping out? Yes. And he sent it to me and I was like, okay, this is going to be good. <laughs> so then I had her like read me and like whatever. And she, um, she said, she also does past lives and all kinds of stuff. And, um, oh her God. name is Elena Servadio Schwinn. And she, um, she told me about all my past life, well, some of my past lives. And I'm like, I was like some magician to pharaohs in, in Egypt. So I, just so you know. Bitch, I see it. I fully <laughs> believe that. You know, yeah. you, have you seen the Prince of Egypt? You know, yeah, that like a long time ago. Like by the power of Ra. Ra. And those guys, Oosh, that's like. The power that's of Ra. That's like, yes. That's <laughs> yeah. you, 100%. Wait, that's so cool. And then she yeah. said specific things about what was going to happen in your life? Yes. She like, told me, because like, I want to know about my dating life, because, yeah, again, like, theme of the episode. <laughs> not going great. <laughs> um, so she told me um, about this. She said there was like a tall guy with high cheekbones that's been admiring me and just to keep my eyes open. And um, good news, okay, psychic. <laughs> I wonder that someone you. that listens to the show is cute, lives in Los Angeles, tall with high cheekbones, and then we started like talking and dating a little bit. It just ended last night, but oh, but, trash, but she didn't say it was like we're gonna fall in love and get yeah. married. It was just like it's you like, need that, like that's gonna happen, and go for it, and you'll learn something from it, and all that stuff. It was a fun moment. It was a cute moment, yeah. but now you know I'm just back to conjuring up <laughs> ghost husbands. And were his cheekbones high? His cheekbones were about as tall as my wig they were (laughs) high um he's gorgeous i love these physical details that she's able to conjure up like the right side the high cheekbones that's very interesting she can see it you know oh but he you know i think that i'm really happy to have this guy in my life now i think we're gonna be great friends and it like it was super just like yeah i think we're good just not being romantic but yeah it's good to be in each other's lives and he was out of the blue that's so And I random. said to and he listened to the show, I was like, are you the one with that? Because all these coincidences started happening between he and I. And I was like, are you the one with the high cheekbones and the tall guy? He's like, I didn't want to say anything. But <gasps> oh, when I listen. Yeah, he's like, when I listen, oh, he's like, I don't want to sound vain, but like I thought that might have been me. <laughs> he's like, when he was talking about the gorgeous one, yeah, I knew <laughs> it was gorgeous man with the high cheekbones. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's, that's really wild. cool. Yeah. Yeah, see, I okay, I've never spoken to a psychic before. So that's so interesting to me. Like, yeah, because this woman clarified that she yes. is. She's a medium. Okay, so this woman does everything. This woman told me that she can do anything. She can look at an Instagram picture and tell you everything you need to know about that person. Okay, I'm gonna have to utilize that. Yeah, (laughs) for some people. My totally. She can tell you everything. 
That's wild. And I fully believe her. And she's not paying me to like promote her, but I talk about her nonstop. <laughs> no, I'm going to need her <laughs> number. Yeah, I'll give it to you. She's based in LA? Yeah. Uh, no, she's like kind of by San Francisco now. She moves oh. a lot. Oh. She's all over the place. Um, but those. she does like lives on Instagram and she'll just read people that like comment questions. She'll be like, she'll tell them what to do. She's like a life coach too, which is really cool. She like really. Um, She's, she doesn't say like, oh, you're going to become a millionaire yeah. because then people will just be like, oh, then I'll just be lazy and a million dollars will come to me. She's like, you will, but here's what you got to do. You guys do not do that. Do this, whatever. So she like guides you. It's really like she's like a life coach. It's great. That's okay. Does it ever trip you up with like maybe if I know too much about the future, I'm going to self-sabotage and like. Well, but that's that... what that's I think she takes that into account. And so oh, she's like in the way she delivers information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like don't take this for granted. Like, you know, yeah, she'll tell you what to do and what not to do. But I don't also, I don't think that, I mean, I've never encountered a psychic that's like, this specifically exactly will happen. This is the guy's Colin, name. Right. This is his exact height. Like, it's not that kind of a thing. It's more just like these guidelines when it does happen. If it comes up, here's what you need to do. Either go go for it or don't go for mm-hmm. it or whatever. Well, I had a psychic in the past trip me up because she'd be like, you're not going to be with the guy you're with right So now. then you just like, break for, <laughs> Like, oh. you're not going to marry him. And then I'd be like... What's the point? I know. <laughs> I, went to, now. I went to like a storefront psychic less than a year ago and she was just like, so basically your health is failing. <laughs> your life is over. I was like, tell me something good. She's We're- like, okay. And the second you leave here, a miracle's going to happen. Oh. And I was like, okay. And then I left and nothing happened. <laughs> and she was so, like, it doesn't have to do a miracle, not with you. Just like yeah, in the world. Yeah, just somewhere <laughs> it'll happen. But so. What a shitty psychic. That's like yeah. psychic 101. It's like something bad that's going to happen. Do you know that I, I know. had someone come up to me the other day? So I was getting my hair done and all of a sudden this like girl kind of who was also getting her hair done finishes. <laughs> Floated in. No, no, no. Literally. <laughs> she was like, she looked like a little fairy witch. She was fantastic looking. Just this tiny little like pixie queen runs up to me and goes, the universe wants to tell you something and hands me a deck of tarot cards and has me pull the top card. And I pull the top card, and the second I pull the top card, she books it out of the salon. What the? I look at the (laughs) card. I look at the card, and it's the death card. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And she left you with the cards? No, no, She booked it out. No, no, she only had me take the top card. So the universe wants to tell you something, pull the top card, runs out before I can even look at it. And I'm like, bitch, did you have a full deck of death cards and you're just trying to freak people totally. out? She put that shit on the top. Because know? I literally, yeah. the rest of the day, I got like behind the wheel what of my car and fuck? I was like, I was like making sure Wait. that like, all right, am I driving safely? Because the universe wants she to tell me I'm going to die. She didn't say anything else. Ran out. Literally ran. <gasps> my hairstylist was like, that was odd. She's a customer <laughs> She had just gotten her hair done. She was like in from out of town wanting to go to the specific salon. That's kind of a she good, like, I'm going to like kind of steal some a good of her prank, right? <laughs> no, because like I have these candles that have, they're like a tarot card. I should they're like fantastic. get they some are. printed that say like subscribe to Ghosted by Roz Dresswells or whatever. And I'll oh, just be yeah. like, the universe wants to tell you something. All of the, they'll pull the card. They'll see it. I'll run. Yeah. <laughs> and then no, they'll you'll subscribe. Twirl around and disappear. I'll twirl around and Vanish. disappear. That'll yes. really just get evaporate. Turn That'll get him to tune in. Turn into Wait, a that's kind of a bitch move though. Totally. Can we talk about how like that's kind of. 
No, it was very scary and mean, but, and also just physically, I was like, she came over to me and I'm like, I'm intrigued because she was beautiful and looked like a little, like a fairy witch princess. I yeah. don't even know how to describe her. But then she just slammed me with the death card. You want to know And something? I'm like, I can't get girls to make out with me in college. <laughs> this pretty pixie's handing me death cards. I am striking out. So I actually had a weird experience with this. Um, I, I used to subscribe to this like little box. Actually, they started sending it to me like a, you know just sweet thing but i i ended up falling in love with it they would send this box that would have like crystals candles like whatever whatever um all this woo woo shit and then they'd have like a tarot card that they selected for you mm-hmm. and this was like right after i found out i was pregnant and like no one knew like pretty much no one knew and i opened the fucking box and the card that i got was called like the goddess or something and it's this woman with this big pregnant belly under the tree and i was like whoa and then the the whole card said something on the back of like it being about like bountiful abundance and like stepping into your feminine divinity and all this kind of stuff so then i messaged the women didn't say anything to them but i was like just curious how do you like pick out the tarot cards and she was like well they were a really small operation so i believe she sent me a picture of this like room closet has all this candles and a table in the middle she's like for each person's box we go in and like sit in this room and like really like channel the energy we think this person needs and then select this card anyway so that had that was a little moment where i was was like this shit is real that's amazing yeah it's pretty crazy Ooh. yeah i have these moments that, you know i'm sure you guys feel the same way of every once in a while where you're like oh this shit is real and then oh you totally know, yeah well, i think that there's a lot of scammers out there you yes, know i feel like sure being a psychic or you know i guess doing tarot or whatever like well maybe not necessarily tarot but you know, being a, a psychic or a medium, I think it could be so easy because you're the people coming to you are people that are at a crossroads or they're sad or whatever. So people can prey off of them really mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. Um, so it gives a lot of people a bad rap. But yeah, because some people's auras are so easily read where it's like I can tell yeah. you you're going through something really dark. So <laughs> totally. <laughs> your mascara is running and your <laughs> hair is every which way. Like, are you doing OK? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to a billion psychics. Have you really? I've never oh been gosh. to one. Me either. Oh, it's like <sighs> part of my like, you go get a facial, you get your nails done, you go to a psychic. Now I have like the one. I now had one. Girl. I had one that was pretty good for a while and she had the look, like a ring oh, yeah. on each finger, oh, yes. like this older lady, long, like stringy black hair. She was like, she had the look. Okay. And that was the most important thing to me. Yes. yes. The aesthetic is important. <laughs> Very important. Like I looked at this lady, I was like, I'm listening to her. She's like, at least. 2050 years old <laughs> and i'm here for it but then she started like uh, she was she started talking to me about her like she's a trump supporter and she was like, getting into all this like her beliefs on she's bringing politics into totally. the psychic and room. it was like i'm literally paying you to talk about me so <laughs> no i don't give I a left. fuck about politics right now we're talking about my love life yeah that's rude yeah, it was bad that is but i've learned that there's there's a lot here's the thing i'm a little bit psychic i've talked to two like real real psychics and they've both told me like oh yeah you're like psychic explain well i can read people really easily i always say this thing i never get burned i used to see i've learned recently how to uh just a little bit be in tune with my I say intuition. Mm-hmm. I have a really good intuition. I know when someone's like has bad intentions. Wait, 
sorry, real quick, Ross should come on one of our bachelor things because oh yeah, you'd be perfect because we're always trying to read the people at the beginning of the season. Oh, Continue. Okay. Sorry. Well, but when people are on TV though, that's where it gets complicated. You don't think so? I disagree. From your experience? Oh, Jess and I, at the beginning, we will call. We'll be like, I bet this bitch is going to end up being like this, 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 and this. And we're pretty oh, good sure. at it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you can come on when we see their photos for the first this is time. What, this is what's kind of crazy. We, look we literally just look at their cast it. photos. And we've actually been able to call like specific things for the season just by seeing their cast photo. See, I just, for me, the struggle I have, why I never like to voice these things is because it sounds like I'm just judgmental. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Mean, sure. But, well, we are. So, <laughs> but on my Myers Briggs, I am a J, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> I just, I just find that like I'll meet someone, and I'm yeah. like, I think I know what you want from me. I can tell. Um, yeah, I was gonna ask if this is if if it's like that for business. If you're able to like kind of read what's going on with. But see, I used to just ignore. What I learned is I ignore, and also like with dating too. That's when I have a hard time with my psychic intuition because I want something like I Uh, want mm. them to like me. So if they don't, I can't tell because I just, I'm too in my head. I'm not a professional. I'm not going (laughs) to charge anyone for any of my psychic abilities, but, um, I am really good at some, like when I'm right, I'm right. Yeah. See, so I always sound like I'm either judgmental or just so full of myself. <laughs> so that's why I try not to talk too much about like being I a psychic. But I that? know that when I'm like, oh, I need to do this, I, I need to do it. Like I just, there's just certain things. Like in what way? Give me an example. You're on okay. our podcast, so you can toot your own horn. Yes, if you were on your own podcast, it would be kind of conceited. But yeah, you're on okay. You can so, say anything about yourself. Okay. Um, <laughs> so like I do drag and before I did this, well, I started doing my podcast in January. Wait, you do drag? <laughs> Uh, I this is an everyday look. Yeah, I mean, just like sort of. I've tried like a little bit. I put a little chapstick on my lips. And, um, but before I started doing this podcast, I no one knew that I liked ghosts or anything. I just didn't like it. Was just something I liked. I didn't really talk about it or anything. And so anytime I would bring up to people like, oh, I like really like I want to do something about ghosts. Like people would be like, why? You're a drag queen. You're supposed to like lip sync and like go on RuPaul's Drag Race or whatever. Like, you don't talk about ghosts on a podcast. That's so weird. And I was just like, no, I think I need to do, like, I need to. And then I did it, and now I'm, like, happy I did it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And it's successful. It's been really great for me. Yeah. You know? Um, But just lots of things like that. I Sometimes I, like, I'll listen to people's advice, but I'm like, just wait. You'll see. (laughs) You'll see. I know what the fuck. I know. Quietly say okay, I know what's best for me. I'm yeah, not good yeah. at at like again. I'm not charging anyone because I don't necessarily say that. I don't think that I can. Someone can come to me. What should I do? I can't really tell you. But I know for me, just because I've been me for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And I think that everybody, like, I think everyone could afford to listen to their intuition a little bit more. I think you kind of clued into what you said. I used to just ignore it. So maybe that's what a lot of people have just gotten the habit of doing all their lives. Right. And again, it's like what voice. I said with dating, where it's like you, what you want, you have to separate your brain from your spirit, your higher self, whatever, right. because you want to believe that this is what's going to happen, but it might not be what's right. Yeah, so if you're like, if maybe getting a little more psychic is just like tapping into your own intuition as well with yourself, maybe that's like the problem. If people aren't doing that, it's the same type of people who when you say, let's meet at such and such restaurant and they message you back and say, what's the address? It's like, figure it out yourself. 
maybe those are the type of people that we're talking about. Oh, you mean like when you say we're meeting at Nora's and they're saying, what's the address? Exactly. Like, that's just what fucking I'm Google no, it That's yourself. what you say. You're the an adult <laughs> with a computer in your hand that will tell you how to get there. We're in both fact, holding the same type fact, of you phone. Have I have it. to look you it up. You can just ask your computer. <laughs> but that's the same type of person. So we just got to figure out how to see ourselves, do it ourselves, maybe. Yeah. I, don't I think everyone's that. guilty of it, like yeah. of just listening you know, just focusing in on what they want rather than what they need. Yes. Yeah. Wanting something Facts. to be true when it's maybe not. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Emotional. I well, that was this. a nice, I know, I was going to say that was a nice I little know. serious. So I'm a full on psychic. Um, <laughs> if anybody wants me to I'm do a session. I'm charging $250 an hour. <laughs> to 150000 an hour. Um, I'm definitely good at it. I'm fully booked though for 2019. So I'm going to start booking for 2020 now. <laughs> oh, 2020 is booked. We're at least We actually did have an astrologist who was booked for literally all of 2020. Oh, I had a psychic yeah. that I talked to um, that was like, yeah, I'll get you on my wait list. Like I've got two years or something like that. I was like, I mean, what? that's when you know they're good or that's just all about the hype because yeah. I want anything I can't have, you know? That's true. Maybe they tell <laughs> everyone that and they really don't. They're like, I'll add you to the wait list. Like maybe if something but opens some of these up. psychics are oh, like, I'm sure. so right. Yeah. The astrologer that we had on also is she a psychic and she was amazing. We didn't tap into the psychic business with her, but should. I know. She's booked. Anywho. Okay. <laughs> Anywho. Spooky shit. But we're talking about, it's Halloween. I know. Broads, it's Halloween. Should we talk Ooh. a little bit about Halloween? We should. Yeah. I feel like- what are your best costumes that you've ever been? Oh, definitely. Hands down. I was a washing machine. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I was like nine. What? Were you really? Dude, how have you guys not, I post this like every fucking year on my social media. I'm going to, I'm going to find it what right now. What inspired you to be a washing well, machine? Well, God. you know, I've always been a little like hip, hip, hip little kid so i was just like i want to be something like interesting and I've, i'm not gonna lie i always shat on other people's like store-bought costumes i'm like i want to get creative and like totally. make my own fucking costume also my mom wouldn't let me buy costumes from the halloween store she's like i'm not spending money on that so you know understandable i always kind of had to do my own thing and i was like i want to be something like fun to make and something that'll be cool to wear. So we had a bunch of boxes around the house. So I made a washing machine. You can see here, pictured. I'll put it up oh on Instagram. My God. I, I, I cut a hole in a laundry detergent bottle to be my candy carrier. And I put a plastic wrap in the front for the washer front so I could put socks, real socks in it. So oh creative. And I got little like bottle caps to be the dials and put little dial shit around it. Yeah. And I was a washing machine. That's oh, that's incredible. Good. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Not going to lie. That's really <laughs> that good. was my best costume. I haven't topped it yet. Keep trying, but maybe you should just do a repeat. Maybe I should. It's, I mean, it would be cute machine. to do one of those side by sides. And like, Ruth could be a sock. Yeah. <laughs> cute. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I mean, this one, it wasn't necessarily like original, but damn, it looked good. I don't have a photo of it on my phone, but I like right when Twilight got popular, uh -huh. um, I dressed up as Edward and I, but I put on like glitter. So my whole, I looked like a disco ball because he's supposed oh, to shine shit. glitter in the light. So I covered myself. I made myself look like Robert the Pattinson. The funny thing is when you started saying it, I thought you were going to say Edward Cullen and I was, or I was going to say that as a joke and then you said it and now I can see how sexy that could be though. It, I totally. tried to make it a little sexy, but I covered, but I like did the glitter like out of control because. 
because of his skin and that Evan yeah. was an obsessed girl, like obsessed with Edward Cullen. So he had like the girl wig on and like the, 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 like the gear, the twilight gear on was That's like, fun. Yeah. and was trying to kill me. It was kind of like one of those stalker situations. That's so fun. Did you actually look like, like were people able to recognize you as Edward yes. Cullen? Yes. I think oh, it's awesome. I'm typically, I typically dress up in a male costume yes i enjoy doing a male costume and this year it was easy because i had the short hair but i mean what were you this year well i was elvis oh i saw that i was was elvis thanks and then i'm thinking like i'm gonna maybe do like harrison ford tonight i guess oh it'll be i don't know you're going to a party tonight well we're actually not recording on halloween but (laughs) i was like sunday night girl okay get it no but i am going to actually tonight i am going to halloween horror nights so i'm very oh, afraid. Fun. Fun. Yeah. Universal yeah. Studios. Uh huh. Uh huh. Very afraid. Ooh. Very nervous is this, about it. Is it actually scary? Oh. Yeah, I've done it. Fuck. I don't like that. Stuff. No, it's fucking horrifying. I don't dude. want someone jumping out at me. Oh, or because t- some of them they're allowed to touch you. Like I don't Ew. know if they can there. I got touched numerous times last year. Oh really? Yeah. Maybe the purge maze was the most scary. I don't like that stuff. I mean, I like I like it on Instagram. Okay, it's I've never been. To a haunted house Listen. experience. Uh, Here's the thing. I have something to say. It? I don't like it. Too it gives scary? me anxiety because I know someone's about to jump out at me. So you like going to like the haunted houses, but like the... Okay, there's this misconception about me that I like to experience haunt, like <laughs> spooky things. Yeah. I like to hear about spooky <laughs> things. Well, but you're talking about going to these scary places. I so Not because I want to. <laughs> it's for so the content. Have, it's content. for the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I do. I I put myself in situations where I could be possessed for the rest of my life (laughs) by a spooky ghost just for content. Okay, I've got to agree with you because I'm not into that shit. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want a ghost in my house. I don't want to be haunted. No. No, thank you. But like, are you down to go somewhere like Halloween Horror Nights See, and get like the shit scared out of I you? Do, do you like scary movies, Ross? Oh my god, I'm the biggest horror fan. Okay, I love scary movies. Okay. I do. I feel you on the anxiety though, because for some reason, like watching The Walking Dead with Grayston will give me. I will watch all the scary movies, and watching The Walking Dead will give me nightmares for weeks because there's yeah. something about this anxiety where I put myself of like, what if yeah. this happened to me in real life, and like I've yeah. survived. There's certain things I like. It's so interesting, like for each different person that certain things will really just oh, let's like, talk about that what's like yeah. your, what's like a, something that freaks you the fuck out in particular well something that's <gasps> sort of similar to that know? no i'm just freaked out already well i've <laughs> always spooked out by anything evil like, that, like i think demon. that's probably yeah i think that's probably the catholic bring, upbringing but something that's similar to what you're just saying um when i watch movies where it's like the anti-hero movies like even when i watch breaking bad or when I just saw Hustlers recently. Have you guys seen Hustlers? No. So, you know, it's about like strippers that are like conning these men. Yes. Anytime I watch stuff like that, I put myself in their shoes and all I think about is like, we're going to get busted, you guys. Like, we're about <laughs> to get busted. They're going to find out about us. And I get so much anxiety and I can't enjoy it anymore. So you're watching J-Lo just like so stressed. Yes. I'm just like, girl, they're going to find out. <laughs> We've been working so hard. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just get anxiety by stuff like that. Uh-huh. But then evil, evil things. Evil stuff. But then when I go to like a haunt kind of a thing, for me, usually when a stranger jumps out at me, I have my mace ready or <laughs> I punch them or something. So to 
put myself in that situation. It's like an escape room. I don't want to go someplace I have to escape out of. That's <laughs> yeah. not fun for she me. She just did that last I week just for her birthday. Do you like room. that kind of stuff? I loved it. The escape room I'm down for. <laughs> I loved no it. interest. But it was a spooky escape room, so things were popping out at us. No, it was very that frightening. sounds like my worst nightmare. It was full of stress, and they were popping out, and when we did You're it... You're like, let's do something fun for the evening now that the baby's down to bed. Let's try to escape out of somewhere. Like yeah. a penny in a box lives. for an hour. <laughs> no, honey. That's just like, I'm an adult, so I don't have to like uh, escape from things. <laughs> like, the last thing I, I want. literally, I was in the escape room and I go, how fucking easy is my life that I'm paying somebody to be like trying to break out oh, of a room? Right. <laughs> like, oh my God. It's definitely a first world <laughs> form of entertainment. See, I'm scared of the, I get major anxiety over survival. So like apocalypse okay. survival. Right. Okay. And there's okay. something about people turning and like going into that like Ooh. that like animalistic side of themselves where yeah. it's survival where like they're the like walking dead. Yes, yes where people are like willing to kill you to get your gasoline and stuff like that like ah, that freaks me out like the idea that i couldn't trust people and all that kind of thing oh, starts yeah. to get give like me book major of eli anxiety. type shit i haven't seen it but but i will get nightmares that i am like in apocalyptic scenarios and i have to try to protect my daughter and all that right. kind of shit scary no thanks oh, yeah i my like big the big tick where i i like even feeling triggered talking about what? it is any sort of movie or thing horror wise that reminds me of a video game like oh, what yeah like did you see do you watch black mirror black mirror i'm obsessed with but did, it gives me crazy anxiety yeah but same. the episode that i think you're probably referring to yeah, where the they're like gay one? yes yeah. i had nightmares for three weeks like you're really? trapped in a video game yes there's like there's a out? horror movie called silent hill oh i remember that and it's based on a video game and the way that it's filmed feels video game ish where it feels i don't know if it's the filming of like where the camera is always like right behind, behind you and it, you feel like you're getting chased kind of the whole time yeah. i don't know if that's what it is but like like that silent hill there's there's it's there's no music and every once in a while they have like the alarms go off it's just like no 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 but it's apocalyptic too no i have chills and i literally i have never walked out of a movie in my whole life out of fear and i've walked out of the fucking movie i was like i can't do this it was the most scary thing ever here's two other things that scare me doors that are open like if i'm in a house if i'm in my bedroom and my door's open and it's nighttime no forget it that closet doors open I don't like it. No. For me, like that darkness, it puts me back to when I was a child and I'm like, I'm on the couch and then the floor is lava. Like, yeah. I don't know what's out there. Yeah. It's no longer my living room. It is like some uh, scary underworld. Um, that and um, snakes. Oh, really? Snakes? I'm terrified of snakes. So like that Indiana Jones scene is... No. I, I don't mind a snake around me. Oh my gosh. I don't go hiking anymore because of snakes. <laughs> really? If I, I hear ghost stories all day long and sometimes I'm like, oh, that was a good one. Mm, that was good too. That was, that was pretty spooky. But then I'm like, I need to get spooked. I will go to YouTube and I will type in snakes. I'll type in boa constrictor attacking human. I don't know. Whatever it is, that 
kills okay, me. Okay, so I saw you post the other day. You were watching Snakes on a Plane, and you're like, this is the scariest movie ever. Terrifying. I thought you were joking, but you're actually horrified. Oh, my God. Well, I slightly joking. But yeah, if I was in that scenario where there was non-CGI real snakes, oh, I horror. would be out of here. Absolutely I would, have op- I would open that door, that emergency exit, and I'd say, bye. <laughs> For me, it's we okay. Rats and mice freak me out in that same way. We're like, when, I remember in Ratatouille, oh. there's a scene where the ceiling falls, and all these little mice scurry down the walls. And it was literally a cartoon, and I was like, ah, I can't. That's that's that freak, that shit freaks me out. At least one of them can cook. It's so, <laughs> so true. Ain't no snakes Make cooking. Make me some lasagna. Snakes aren't doing snakes anything. Don't have hands. Hands. They have and listen, if you're listening and you have a snake, I'm sure your snake is the cutest snake in the world, <laughs> and it would, would never harm anyone. I don't care. Snake owners are very defensive. Bye. You I have got, to be careful. Well, I'll tell you. No, tell us. Moment. Tell us. Okay. Well, I um I got hired one time to do this girl's makeup, and she was holding a snake the whole time. <laughs> Wait, just like because it's her baby? Just like her like emotional support <laughs> snake or I don't know what the Can hell it was. Can you imagine on a plane if someone was like, this is my emotional support animal and they had like a no. boa constrictor? Stop when I'm nightmares. <laughs> And I was just like, you have to put the snake away. And really? I was like, I can do this. I can do this. And then I was like trying to do the makeup. And I was like, I'm going to leave if the snake is me or the snake. Oh, you really God. had to tell her like, I can't. She had to put the this. snake. And it was just a little thing. I, I don't wonder, care. is it like their body? Is it because they don't blink? I can't relate. Okay. I never even thought about the fact that they don't <laughs> blink. <laughs> this is a whole new layer so now. So thank you for that. Um, <laughs> for me, I think it's the way that they move. I can't relate to that. Yeah. You know, like, I, I mean, you're very you elegant. Don't slither you slither around on your belly. I don't know, but well, I mean, there's a lot of things I can't relate to that I cannot be scared of. I'm not like completely afraid of everything, but just like you could just jump at me, and I don't know if you're gonna do that or not. Like, I don't know you like that. Sure, and they will throw their bodies at you. Yeah. Well, when I grew up, I had this big, huge backyard, and I just remember like walking outside and stepping on the ground, and the ground started wiggling, and there's like this gross little snake. <sighs> and then there was like a we had like a pool in the backyard, and the snake like got in the pool, and it was just like laying there floating one day. Oh my! So I, I think God. as a little kid, we I saw find, a lot of spooky snakes. We used to find snakes under our couches because <gasps> we lived out in the country, and like. There's a lot of us okay, kids. That's scary. And our next door neighbor, like, there was a house full of four kids, you know, and the neighbor thought that it was a rubber snake under the couch. Oh, And so no. it was like, Peyton, is this your snake? And then, like, prodding its no. move. And it's like a gopher snake. So it's like a, it's a decent size around, maybe like at least an inch or two in diameter. It's going to be a no for me. <laughs> Pretty big. My mom, actually, the, the neighbor's dad didn't want to deal with it. So my mom came over with a shovel and picked it up with the shovel, took it oh, out, and put it down a gopher hole. That was another thing that happened. We had a snake in our, in our, uh, in our driveway one time, and my mom called this neighbor, like, preteen boy over, and he, like, took a <laughs> shovel, and he, like, chopped it up, and it had, it had eggs inside. <gasps> oh, no, no, no. Oh, that, no. nope, I got, I just got no. chills all no. over my body. That freaks me out. That, yeah. That's what did it for a you. A lot of childhood trauma around yeah, snakes. Yes, no, that's what did it for <laughs> the you. The eggs, that's not a But thing. I don't care if they're the slow kind, the fast kind, the rattle kind. I'm scared of all of them. <laughs> the sweet yeah, kind, yeah. the sexy kind. Well, I like the sexy kind. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> you know I mean. Okay, so um, tonight, in honor of Halloween, I will be eating an actual truck bed load full of candy. It will be delicious. But what is key for me is that I also need to get that proper nutrition, the fruits and veggies I need, those superfoods. And one of the easiest and most delicious ways to do that is through your super. Your super is on a mission to improve people's health with the power of super plants. They make it 
easy for you to get the nutrients your body needs to thrive. And your super's functional superfood and plant protein mixes are made from naturally dried, organic whole foods and superfoods and nothing else. And with your super's 100% transparent supply chain, you know you're getting the cleanest superfood mixes on the market. I am all about the super green mix and the power matcha. The super green mix is packed with all the greens I struggle to eat regularly. And since I've been taking it, I've actually seen... Hand to God, my immune system majorly improving. I'm not catching all those pre-K mom illnesses I was getting on the reg before. That is the worst. It's the worst. And I'm doing so much better now thanks to the super green mix. Um, and their power matcha is amazing. Keeps me alert all day long without the crash or the caffeine jitters. Mwah. Your super has a transparent supply chain and know all their farmers. I want to know what I'm putting in my body, especially when it comes to something that's claiming to be nutritious. Your super is B Corp certified, the highest standard for social corporate responsibility, committed to a bigger mission. And for every mix you buy, they donate a life-saving food bar to someone in need. Get the cleanest superfood and plant protein mixes at YourSuper.com. That's Y-O-U-R super.com. Get 15% off your order when you use code chatty at checkout. Just go to yoursuper.com and don't forget to get 15% off with promo code chatty at checkout. Roz, my gorgeous queen, I know you love a deal, right? Roz Dresfelez. Uh, they call me the bargain bin beauty. <laughs> well, we have the best deal for you and it comes in a box. <gasps> it's fab, fab fit, fun. Ta-da. That Fit Fun is a lifestyle <laughs> subscription box filled with full-size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, and home and wellness products sent straight to your doorstep each season. And when Jess said the best deal, guys, we're talking about a box filled with high-quality products that are always valued at over $200, and that FabFitFun gives you $49.99 for all of that stuff. Yes, and that 2019 FabFitFun Fall Box is on sale now. This box has an amazing straightening iron, chartreuse board, aromatherapy, gold under eye masks, and more. And not only um, is this an amazing gift to get for yourself because love yourself and all that, but also it's an excellent gift for those people in your life that you may love. I mean, this box is so good that if you're having trouble with a ghost in your house, maybe you can just get them a FabFitFun box and leave it out for them. Let them have a little self-care moment. Maybe that's all they needed and wanted hmm. well make sure you let your ghost customize their box as well because we know that is one of the fabulous options with FabFitFun. fun mm-hmm. these boxes sell out fast so sign up for yours today use coupon code chatty for ten dollars off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com making it only 39.99 coupon code chatty for ten dollars off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com um, okay, so talking about getting freaked out and scared, earlier today, I discovered the most horrifying thing that's ever existed ever. Can't okay. wait to hear. So when Becca <laughs> came earlier, it, I was so scared. Like, I was so traumatized from it that I was, like, kind of weird and shaky after watching this. I know. You said that. I'm, I'm so thrown off. Okay. So, Roz, I know that you're doing, you go to all of these, like, horror like spooky places like real haunting yes places. like real haunting yeah. places okay so this is more like halloween based okay so i was looking up like the scariest haunted houses oh god and there is a house called uh the mccammy or the mccammy manor have you heard of this i don't think so i've never heard of that either okay i'm looking it up right now the mccammy manor is 
a torture house. That's what they <gasps> call it. Okay. It is considered the scariest haunted house in the entire world. Is this the one that you get like a pri- a money prize? Yes. If you can get through. So no okay. one has those. So there's this guy named Russ and he's the one who runs this thing. He's done it for 14 years. Is this legal? I don't understand how it can be. You sign a waiver. You have to get get a doc. No, no. You have to get a doctor's note, like mental health check, doctor check. You have to sign all these papers and um, there's- Wait, they literally torture you. Yes. They literally, like it's the scariest shit I've ever seen in my yeah, entire life. Yeah, apparently people wonder life. how it stays legal even with a waiver because of what I they do. I don't understand how it's possible. And also this guy, he's got kids. He does it, his house is like an undisclosed location. He does it at his house. I don't know how his neighbors handle it because when you watch these videos, these people are screaming. Wait, this is crazy because guests aren't required to pay an entrance fee. No, it's four cans That's maybe how it's food. legal. Where Wait, does what the money the? come I'm, from? So this is what he says. If you want to do it, all that you have to do is donate four cans of dog food because he has like rescue dogs or, or a certain amount of cans of dog food for his rescue dogs. Or for a- local animal shelters. Yes. So. Well, that's kind of sweet. <laughs> I he's think he's sweet keeping. <laughs> I think he's keeping like prisoners in a basement somewhere and is feeding them only with dog food. Oh my gosh. If you watch It's the this. real torture. Well, I feel engine. like it can be legal if like, because aren't um like dominatrix, what do they call those places? Like yeah, dungeons. Or yeah, like, true. Those are illegal. Yeah, yeah. So this, I mean, though, but are they the? It's not like they get advertised. Do you know what I mean? That's like an underground thing. I feel I like there's know. a video that you can watch of it. I think it's through the Guardian. They I mean, did like, but a, yeah. I mean, you're right. Like consensual torture is obviously. Well, this is the thing. It's completely consensual. They have to have a safe word beforehand. Oh, and if you say the safe word, like it's done, they'll stop it immediately, but it's eight hours long. And it's basically like getting through his quote unquote haunted house. Okay. And it like starts in this undisclosed location. It's him and like a couple other people who are doing it. They like, you know, blindfold you after you sign all the forms and they take the people back to the house. And if you use the safe word, you can end it at any time. So it is consensual, but it's the scariest shit I've ever seen. Like, Literally, you were able to watch clips of it. You can watch clips of it if you guys go on. No one has made it to the end. No one. He's done it for 14 years. It's in San Diego somewhere. Well, he must like really like. That's what I'm saying. Torture people. But, you know, it's saying I'm reading it right now. They use uh, you can physically assault people, hit them with vibrating toys, waterboard them. This it's the craziest thing. You can watch clips of it. And I have never been more scared watching something in my entire life. And when you watch it. The people he's showing clips, you you have to sign like waivers, knowing like you could break bones, you will be injured. Like so, there's that part of it. Whoa, yeah. Some people have gone to hospitals for injuries. They've had after they've this. had a heart attack in there before. Yeah. Wait, how much do you win if you make it through? Twenty thousand. But again, no one's done it. And when I was watching this interview, he said the wait list is something like 24,000 people, according to Wikipedia. 24,000. Wow. Yeah, this is the thing. Participants can be drugged during their experience. They can be like, I mean, in some ways, I feel like this is a little bit of a cop out because I would sort of love if they just like tried to only emotionally fuck with people. You know, like it's like if you're beating someone with a fucking bat, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much 
which is actually physical. Well, this woman said that she and she ended up in the hospital with extensive injuries. Yeah, like there could be people that like get really close to the end and they're like, okay, we we're have gonna to, break your fucking yeah. legs. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. what? I don't know. There probably so, isn't even any money. If no one's probably ever, not, I mean, they probably do whatever they can to make sure you no physically can't no survive. No one's paying. No one's paying. No, but the, this is happening for fourteen years. The really creepy thing is the people who work in this well, place. Let who me, the fuck let are me these explain people? something to you. Uh, if you watch the clip, it's like seven minutes. It's the Guardian through the Guardian. You see this man in his home. He has children, three, and they're like, "Daddy." watches and he like i guess he likes to torture it's like the scariest shit i've ever seen oh he likes to see these people tortured i seem he says he's like there's nothing i could never da, 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 da. but i'm like the type of person who's like if you see him because you see the reason i say this is because he's like yeah we have had a heart heart attack once oh that was a good one and you're like okay like i'm sorry and you know it's creepy because he's not accepting any money like yes. the fact that he's just doing dog well, food. Well, he also for the there's, there's these a few people who work for him and do it with him, and they had they have done it oh, themselves. Yeah, because and he must be paying people to do this, right? Unless they unless just love they're it. doing it for free. Yeah, that's what I'm curious about is the money. Nothing. See, when I hear shit like this, and then you hear about people that like protest drag queens reading to children and stuff, and it's like I'm not that bad. <laughs> what am I doing? Wearing a dress? At least I look cute. Like, I'm not torturing people. Real, what the fuck? <laughs> but like I said, this is all. Con- I mean, this is consensual. People, there's a twenty. Well, I'm not putting my name on the list. Twenty four thousand mm. people are wanting to do this. Well, twenty four thousand people are wanting the twenty k. That's what it's about. I don't know. When you see the people and you're watching the clips, there are so many people who are like, I want to know, and who come back to do it again. Who are like, I want to know that I can do it. Oh. Yeah. Like this is like naked and afraid for yes, them. They're like, yes. I've got to survive this yes. eight hours. I, I mean, because I was thinking about the fact that I'm like, I'm going to fucking Halloween Horror Nights tonight. I, or I went last year. It scared the living <laughs> daylights out of me. I was horrified. I didn't sleep for like three days because my adrenaline was through the roof. And here I'm doing this shit again. Like, why do I, what's, why do we love, like, we love the scary. We love, like, yeah. this is just, that's like the crazy next insane level that like I, I can't even Because it's like around. at the edge. You know, it's like the, uh, I don't know, you're skirting the edge of something. Yeah. I don't know. It's almost like an addiction where it's like, now this isn't cutting it for me. I need the stronger stuff or something, you know, like, yeah, they let this start out by going to the nice little spooky boo. <laughs> and now they're like, okay, I've done that. Put for me 10 on the years. wait list. Now I need someone with a chainsaw cutting my leg off. What <laughs> would your guys' approach be for that, by the way? Like if you're like trying to survive it. What like the eight hours or whatever? I wouldn't. If we, yeah, I, I mean, if I was playing, I would drug myself <laughs> first. Oh, is what I would do. That's an option. Yeah, <laughs> I know, kind of smart, right? Pretty good. Oh god, I bet that they do testing and stuff. This guy, I'm telling you, what like, the fuck? This shit is so no, weird. This, but this shit is thorough. That's what I'm saying. Like it was like serious business. I don't like it. It's no, no. It's I'm telling you, I and like I feel. Like ill. No, I, I don't recommend people looking it up. I know you're gonna, you guys are gonna do. I'm definitely you're be looking it up. The but like, it is the scariest this. shit I've ever seen. It's the most Halloween shit, scary shit I've ever seen. Now, there is a little bit of an in between because there's some like places in LA that are like immersive experiences. Yeah, some of those sound cool. They yeah. do, and those ones are like not 
they're not going to torture you, but it's like, you don't know what's going to happen. We're like, I actually met someone at the climbing gym who he was an actor in it. And it was as crazy though, as like you park in the place and you'll be like walking to like the theater where you're going to go to this immersive experience and a van will pull up and will put bags over your heads and yeah. handcuff you and throw you in the back of the car and like take oh you to God. some warehouse. Like you'll be with a group of people, but one of the people in the group will be an actor and then he'll get like sh- murdered and in front of mole. you. Oh. No, he'll get like <laughs> murdered in front of you. It seems kind of fun. There's oh, this, yeah. yeah. There's this one that I can't even think of what it's called, but it's here in LA. I feel so bad that I can't say what it is, but um, I had a bunch of friends that went to it where it's like you go to a dinner party at this house and there's literally, they serve you dinner and um, all of a sudden you see like this boogeyman, like like spooky guy, like outside looking in and then like, you know, everyone <laughs> at some point gets to oh, see him. Like I think, it's I think truly, I freak out. It's truly like you're at a dinner party and like, you know, people will just encounter him. Like, you, you know, you go with an, a group of eight or something and then someone that's part of this family that has the house would be like, come on over here. I want to show you something or whatever. So then you go follow them and then all of a sudden they get taken away or you get taken away nope. or whatever. Nope. And I my one friend like, did this thing where oh like, they, they, they're like, you have to go underneath this bed, like hide, hide, they're coming. And like go under the bed and these people just like had sex on top of the bed. I'm sure they were just faking it. I'm sure it was like, it looked really funny, like in real life. Cause like my friend's just under the bed, probably just two people like bouncing, like, oh uh, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, it's like super immersive. That's spookiness. Great. I don't think I could handle it. Cause my sister and I used to play Barbie detective on CD ROM. And anytime a little black shadow person would like run in the background, I'd be like, see, see, you hate, you hate the, the video. Games I can't too. play like There's call of, call of duty games. zombies. Can't do it. Nope. Something about something about that. Well, speaking of like little things popping out what? and creepiness, we have a few messages from some broads of some spooky stories. Ooh. Are yeah. they, do we have any good ones? Uh, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> um, but in, before we get into that, have you had any recently that you can reveal when you've gone? Because I know you were saying that you just have been on the Queen Mary. But in Long Beach. Nothing happened when I went to the Queen Mary. Queen Mary. I know. Get they say it's like it. one of the hauntedest, hauntedest places <laughs> in the world. That's a word. Look it up. Hauntedest. And um, yeah, nothing happened when I went. But I mean, mm. I also left at like 4 a.m. because I had to shoot something the next day. And like I just I didn't stay the whole night. I had friends that like rented out the haunted room there. Um, I've stayed at two haunted places the past like four months or so. And I've left both of them in the middle of the night. <laughs> I, I stayed at a haunted couldn't. bed and breakfast that I uh, left at 2 a.m. And because drove. you got scared? Yeah, I got scared. Shut up. Well, because like a ghost like touched me. <sighs> but you have a lot of people that listen to my podcast and listen to your podcast. So they probably already heard me tell the story. Well, but... I haven't heard it. Yes. Okay. I haven't listened to the For episode. For those who haven't, please inform. Okay. So long story short, basically here's the bullet points. My friend and I went to, we looked at haunted bed and breakfasts because we had the weekend <laughs> off. So we like go to this one. We stay in the haunted room. Here's what I liked about it. The place, they were so nice. The people that worked at this place and they were like, Oh, we don't, I don't know. Like uh, anytime we would ask, is it haunted? They're like, yeah, so people say, where's the Queen Mary? They're like, we got ghosts. We'll prove it to you. Come on in. Um, so like the other place, like, I don't know, a little legit to me. Yeah. Um, they don't have anything to prove because no, there's something in there. I think that, let's see, I almost feel bad. Like, that's why I don't even want to say the name of it. Like, I feel bad um, because they were so sweet. And yeah. like, I feel like they're not super like, some places that are haunted, they don't necessarily want to oh, use it as a selling point. Oh, you mean this isn't really point. like 
advertises their well, big thing. Well, it was on the internet, like places, not on their websites, but like other, oh. like lots of, blo- I would type in like sure, most haunted bed and sure. breakfasts in California. But their, and it would be but on their there. bed and breakfast, their B&B wasn't like, we're fucking haunted B&B. No, not at all. Like, and yeah. even when you look that's up. This, that's, ooh. Yeah, and when you look up reviews of the place, every like five, fifth review or so would be like, it is haunted. This is what happened to me, blah, blah, blah. Um, but great service, wonderful place, just outside of San Diego. <laughs> and um, yeah, just a couple of things happened. Like a ghost like touched me a couple minutes into being there. Oh, that's another part of my like psychic abilities is that I can tell when there's a ghost around yeah. usually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, I don't charge, but like I'm pretty sh- <laughs> like I'm pretty like I'm you good at it. You can sense it. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm good at it. And um, yeah, it was weird because the room that we were in, like the ghost would come and go. And when I felt the ghost there, I was like, oh, shit, it's here. I started saying something. Please don't, like, scare me or whatever. Like, I'm just here for the content. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't actually spook me. And then, like, all of a sudden something brushed against my leg. And I was like, I'm out of here. And then I, like, ran. And then um, I'm going to make you famous. Please don't (laughs) I swear to God, I get you followers. (laughs) Just don't touch me. Um, That's so creepy. So then we, like, ended up staying the night. My friend that I was with is, like, barely even believes in this stuff like is open to an experience but like has never had anything and so he actually wanted to go to bed like a normal person and i was like no we're gonna stay up all night yeah. and like what a psycho he can fall asleep yeah, in a haunted just <laughs> totally fine yeah and so we like no both- i would be out too no Serious? Like gone. No, no, like leaving. leaving. Oh, I thought you could fall asleep. I was like, no, girl. <laughs> leaving. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm like they start serving breakfast at 7 a.m. Like if I can just <laughs> get to 7 a.m. But you know, the, the more longer you're awake, the more you start getting in your <sighs> yeah, head. Yeah. And like, I kept thinking about like something brushed my leg. Yeah. Oh, God. And there was a book in the haunted room, like a diary that people leave ghost stories in, like of things that happened to them in that room. And most of the ones that we read we're like this happened to me when i was sleeping like this Ross, this could have been you could have gotten fucked by a ghost and you may have missed your opportunity oh maybe the ghost was flirting with you yeah, yeah. brushed your leg yeah casually. <laughs> slowly up the leg but it was weird because like my friend was there and it was not that kind of a thing no but we were both sleeping in the bed together um and we kept like checking in on each other. He was like genuinely sleeping and everyone was like, I, like feel a hand on me. And I was like, ah! he's like, it's just me. It's just me. Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. So then I'm like sleeping. I had the blankets <laughs> over my head and I'm like sweating under these blankets. Like I didn't care. I was just so scared. Can you picture me? It's like 2 a.m. And I'm like five more hours, just five more hours. And anytime I'd hear someone like walk through the hall, I'm like, <laughs> And then all of a sudden I feel he had the AC blasting and I was sweating underneath there (laughs) and I felt like my head getting cold because of like the AC and I felt like the blankets going over my head. And so I'm like, oh, it's my friend. So I like pulled them off of my head and my friend was sleeping and his back was facing me. Uh, And I was like, who the hell just pulled these blankets off of my head? Wait a minute. (laughs) And we packed up and we left. And I was so sad because... I was like, like get up, bitch, we're out of here. He's like, what? He's like genuinely sleeping. I'm like, I don't have time to explain. Let's go. And we left in the middle of the night. And I was so mad because also my friend is like, 
uh, well, like he, he just has his shit together. And for me, when I stay at a place, I just like throw my shit, whatever. <laughs> he, there was like a, um, like I don't even know the word, like a closet thing that you put your stuff in. Like he was actually putting his clothes in like the dresser, which I don't. What do. a psychopath! Psycho. Actually, I don't like, do any of that oh stuff. My like, God. I was like, stuff for uh, I was night. basically sleeping in my shoes. <laughs> like, like I was home, ready to sweet leave. Home. Yeah, <laughs> no, not me at all. I had my my car keys in my hand the second I walked in. <laughs> And, and he fucking put my leather jacket or his leather jacket, my denim in the closet and we left him there. And I, I felt so bad oh calling God. the next day and being like, hey, remember We us? dipped. We, we went the fuck out of there should at be, 2 a.m. be scary as shit. Sorry we couldn't get the breakfast. Um, yeah, so we left our clothes oh there God. and we just like, we left. And I drove home. We hit traffic. I got home at like 7 a.m. You I, hit traffic at 3? Weirdly. I don't know if there's a car accident or something, but wow. we drove all night and I got home and I was just like, it was very awkward between my friend and I for like five minutes. Um, <laughs> I felt like, so, so bad. Sorry. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry I brought you on this trip with me. Well, because you were just having a peaceful, relaxing yeah, getaway. He was like, I don't blame you. comfortable. Mm-hmm. I do not blame you. Oh, I would be out. I would be out well, it was, so hard. It was interesting because, uh, when I, I we were looking at houses recently in Long Beach, and there was a house. I mean, you know, that's the first thing I think whenever we're looking at houses. I'm like, any energies lingering <laughs> around here? Because wow. I'm not looking any for that deaths? as a selling point yeah, personally. Yeah. yeah. Funny, quick caveat. Did you know? You know that website that says like how many people have died in my home or whatever? Have you ever heard of that website? Oh, no. There's a website called like how many people died here. What? And dot com. Yeah, something like that. How many like, people died here. It's seriously like that. EDU. And you charge like a very um arbitrary amount, it's like twelve bucks or something to get your like address checked. But it's really interesting because the guy who created it, like just created it on a whim after he was like researching his own right. house and he created this algorithm where he crossed um like cross-referenced medical records like death certificates and then property like uh property information so like so like you can't get information on the property if anyone's died there but through medical records he was able to figure out like the addresses of people's deaths so you may not get all the deaths that occurred in your home but you can't get it there so did you do it no i haven't done it but i want to but i'm gonna um, have to do that i do have like i do have questions about our house it was built in 1920 so it's almost 100 years old and i don't know it's so funny because we're trying to sleep train my daughter but like sometimes when she's crying i i start getting in my head and i'm like what if something's like fucking Stop. in there upsetting her? And like, uh-huh. I wouldn't want to be alone in that room with like the closet door open oh, and like who the fuck knows what's going on. And like, I started going there in my head and like, there's one house we looked at, dude, it was like so close to the beach. It was amazing. We go inside immediately. The vibes in the house are not good. Not good. We go in the kitchen and there's this fucking little door that has stairs going straight down practically like vertical into just this dark it's black at the bottom of the stairs and it's this small room it's a small room that's like the size of your guys's bathroom no and just black just cement 
Uh, just no. a cement There's bodies room. Behind yeah, the, the Baba Duke is down there or something. Yeah. Like that what is the fuck? horrifying. And the stairs were like almost straight down, and I was like, "There is, there's nothing, no, no kind way. of remodeling we can do for this house." What, that, what's it? What was the reason for it? Maybe a, a wine cellar? cellar. I don't escape room, know, but it was <laughs> escape room. <laughs> panic room. You could yeah. charge people. No, I mean like an escape room. Like they made it for themselves. Be like, we're gonna figure out how to do this. Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> Test but yourself. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> even like living- it was just concrete though. It was freaky. Oh, that, yeah, no. Living in apartments in LA, it's like when you think about how many people have come and gone, like sometimes I'll lay in my bed and I'm just like, how many people have like just slept where I'm sleeping? Like, or who knows what? Oh, God. It's not nice to think about. It's weird. No, whenever a house is like, a little not like not expensive enough it's like too good to be true i'm always like shit went down here 100 oh, totally there's weird energies here when we were like looking to buy a house a few of the places we went to felt too good to be true and i went in and i was like no hell no can we talk real quick about wait what were you gonna say well one of the manson murder houses was just up for sale yes. and the guy from ghost adventures bought it yes and um I I live near it, and so I've always like I'm so fascinated Cielo by it. Cielo Drive. No, 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 the other one, the, oh. the one in Los Feliz. Oh, and so I checked. Like there was a listing, um, like an online thing that had like a digital tour, so I could like see what it was like inside because I've never really seen what it looks like. And one of the details on it that the realtor left said like something like r- make sure you research this property before you come yeah, on th- i wouldn't yeah no i wouldn't live in a house no. like that. no i bet if you showed up at the door like in full in your full drag <laughs> that he'd let you in i'm here <laughs> You're like, trick or treat I <laughs> that i need to investigate what were you gonna say well Let's 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 take one quick break and then I have a question for you real quick. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, so you know what must be hard about being a ghost is that when you're trying to text your spooky friends, the phone just keeps <laughs> slipping through your hand because you're a ghost. Oh, right? Man, that's so annoying. Right? I can imagine. So obnoxious. Well, we're here to tell you about a phone case that could handle and protect a phone, even with the amount of times a ghost would drop it. And they also have the cutest phone cases ever. It's Case Defy. Case Defy is the world's slimmest, most protective phone case. And with tons of classic designs, stylish collabs, and the ability to create your own custom case, Case Defy lets you keep your phone safe without sacrificing style case defy cases have a two-layer chi tech material construction and have passed a drop test from over a height from a height of 6.6 feet they offer military grade phone production i'm always just so shook with how unbelievably cute the cases are while still being the most protective i drop my phone all the time and uh that sucked but i just couldn't do that huge bulky case that even a genco jean pocket couldn't hold those things are so big um but with case defy you have thousands of amazing case options you can choose your favorite designs colorways add a custom text to create a custom phone case no one else will have or you can go with one of the case defy collabs with the likes of St. Laurent, Pokemon, Sarah Jessica Parker, okay. DHL, Wonder Woman, Rolling Stones, and many okay. more. Um, I love the custom ones personally. I actually just got one for my sister for Christmas that has pressed flowers in it and her initials. Cute. They're adorable. Go to casetify.com slash chatty to the gate today to get 20% off your new favorite phone case. That's casetify.com slash chatty for 20% off your case defy purchase. Okay, what I was going to ask was when you had the medium on last week and uh-huh. you were talking to her, you're talking to her about your old house and it was yes. really interesting because, you know, there was the sweet stuff 
about your grandfather. Okay, uh-huh. but, but what about the other shit she was talking about with the house? Okay, so just a little background. If people haven't listened to this, and yeah. for you, Roz, Jess was talking about like basically her grandfather visiting spirit visiting the house and having to do with ember all the shit yeah mm-hmm. well the, the the medium was basically like oh i thought you were talking about like everything else going on in your house she's like because that was like intense like right away when you talked about spirits in the house i was like oh oh yeah that was a lot so i'm like what the i haven't quite what what was going on so basically when evan and i were at this old house where was this it was an orange okay it was an it was an old house yeah it was like in mm-hmm. orange california mm-hmm. i love orange circle uh, it was right next to orange circle oh, it was adorbs. So cute. but there's a lot of really old houses there it was totally. probably like 1910 okay um wow. and it was we loved the house and there were when i talked to the medium there was an energy that was upstairs in my daughter's room that was very That's positive that, yeah. and it was yeah, positive yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is like when we we're talking about like uh, uh doors that are open she in her room had a closet that didn't have a door so i would nurse yeah. and i'd look into the darkness yeah Ugh. and that's the creepiest thing ever but for some reason i was never like i'd be in there like pitch black looking into the darkness in the middle of the night nursing her and i just felt totally always very calm and i felt there was someone in the room but it was good now what i was kind of spacing on because I wanted to talk to the medium about like, what was that good energy watching over my child? But Evan and I both felt energy in the house, something in there. And we felt two things. And so as soon as she said that it was like, Oh shit. Yeah. There was two energies. So it was the upstairs that was good. But then downstairs, I don't even know. It was one of those things. that's like an unspeakable thing that I've said it before a hundred times Evan does not, he's very much like, you know, devil's advocate. Like, nah, it's nothing. It's nothing. He doesn't believe it. But when we left the house, we both were like, there was a good energy and there was a bad energy. And that bad energy, when we would go downstairs and it was fucking scary and it scared me like every night. And that feeling when you want to just like bolt down the hall as quick as you can when you turn off the lights. Yes. And it would be like, I'd walk down the stairs and I was like, would get water in the middle of the night. Um, and even like, if it was like nine at night, like eight, if it was dark at all and I'd go down and you'd be standing down there, it was like, there was something just behind you always. (gasps) And it was real, like, it was really unsettling. And I would never be downstairs at nighttime ever. Him and I just wouldn't do it. We never had the conversation with each other because I felt silly being like, there's something downstairs. And he felt silly being like, there's something downstairs. And so we just I bet would, you like, it would have been funny it. to like set up cameras. He probably you, you probably oh, could have no. caught him. both bolted. You no, probably we could have caught running. him like Yeah, no way. <laughs> he told me afterwards. He's like, I would like jet down, do anything as quick as possible, and like run out. Like So yeah. did the medium shed any light on that? No, we didn't. I need to talk to her. I like I was I was almost a little wigged out to even like know. But like you heard she said that there was something like the person that was attached to the land. Yeah, she there said was it was something, something about to do the, the land. land. Yeah. Which is what I was thinking. You know, I've talked a lot about my parents' old house. I think it, that was the case with that too, because we were the first owners of the, like, we built the house. Yeah. Nothing that happened in but those walls. There was walls. something going on before that. Yep. In that same yeah. exact spot. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, sus. Oh, gosh. It's so freaky. I know. Oh, should we listen to some of these? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Here is one from. I the headphones. Yes. Here is one from. 
Hope Glenn. Hi, my name is Hope. I live in Green River, Utah, and this is a story my mother told me about when I was a toddler. I love hearing their voice. I had taken a nap in my parents' room, and I woke up just crying hysterically. Um, I was just clearly terrified, was kind of trembling, and my mom came in and didn't know what was going on, and she decided to start praying for me. And as she was praying, I was just staring at one corner of the room, and eventually my tiny little toddler voice peeped up and said, Mommy, stop praying. You're making it angry. Hmm. <laughs> and that still scares the shit out of me to this day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Short and sweet. I oh fucking love God, it. I know. Dude, you're making it angry? Oh, my God. God, that's fucking that's fucking freaky. It's scary, right? Well, little kids, you know, they see shit. It's oh, very totally. true. They really do. They see they see well, to I the get, other side. Do you ever get freaked out about Ember like staring at whenever Ruth is like looking at something in the corner? I'm like, oh, always. Uh huh. And always. the cats too. Always the cats too. Sus. Oh my gosh. Okay, can I read one and then we'll yes, wrap yes, it? Yes, okay. Yes. Okay. So. Hey, Brods. Love the podcast so much. I haven't told very many people this story, but when I was in high school, I was able to talk to my dad via a Ouija board. But let me backtrack. When I was about 13, 14, my dad died because of heart failure. Mm. He'd had a drinking problem for a long time and a history of depression. He was starting to take meds and seek therapy a few months before this happened. We think he had started drinking again, and that mixed with pills was a shit combo and probably led to a heart failure. Mm. I had a I'm few so friends and I know, I know. I had a few friends in middle school that suggested we start Ouijing. At first we used a homemade board, which was just a piece of cardboard, and we wrote the design in Sharpie. Wow. <laughs> and it still work. Yeah, and a little glass cup as the um planchette. Is that how you pronounce yeah. it? Planchette. Um, we said a lot of prayers before every session and always set the mood with the lights off and candles lit. We always did it at my house, which is really old. So we talked to some very old people, either in my dining or living room. One night, for whatever reason, we decided to play in my bedroom. We did our normal ritual of lighting candles and saying prayers. And the very first person uh, we said to, we talked to said that he was my dad. Of course, I was shook. So were my friends. I started asking him questions that I knew only he'd know to prove that it was him. I'm not sure why, but I could tell that his energy was stronger than anyone else we had spoken to. Then he started telling us about where he was and said that he had been reborn as a child in another dimension, which was insane, but I Whoa. totally believed it. He also told me that God wasn't real, which shocked me because he grew up Catholic. And even before he died, he was very spiritual. It's a really intense experience, and to this day, I always try to tell the story to people that don't believe in ghosts, not to make them believe, but to make them question their reality. And that's from Ellie. That's pretty crazy, because no junior high girl is going to be like, God is not real. No, right? I am a child in the fourth dimension, you know? Right? Like, none Especially of her friends, if she was I raised, think, like, very be- spiritually. I'm a firm believer in, like, we all get reborn into someone. I mean, that's the whole past life thing. I mean, we go on yeah. to the next thing. Well, that's when the, when the medium was on the other day. She was talking about concepts of that. And, I, yeah, I always wonder about that, too. Like, just, I mean, we're energy. And, yeah, where does that go? And I hope when I die, I am nothing. And no one bothers me. And I know I hope you're scared I can just... of getting 
uh, I don't want to be reincarnated <laughs> as, a, as a little yeah, poor but, child see, in the dimension. See, but if you dimension. think about if you become reincarnated, then that means that you probably already have been reincarnated. So what do you remember from that past life? So True. I think that it's weird. because But no I still one... don't want to exist in the present feeling whatever pain I may feel as someone else's. I like my life. I don't want to be anyone else. So I don't want right. to like, I'm afraid of being conscious in another I, it's so weird. It's almost like you get everything swiped away, yeah. but the spirit goes on to the next life. Because I think about this all the time, almost every day. Yeah. And it's like, <clears throat> if we've lived all these other lives before, sometimes I think like, oh, maybe in my last life I got eaten alive by a snake. Yeah. And that's why I'm that's just why terrified so- of snakes. <gasps> oh my gosh. But I don't remember that exact yeah. experience. I don't remember. I mean, this is just a hypothetical You know example. what? That's how you died when you were the magician in Egypt. The snake charmer let the snake get Stop. out of the Stop. basket. Stop. Stop. <laughs> you just get chills. And that's, that was your demise. So I don't, yeah, I don't remember exact or details. Or maybe you were a magician who was fucking with the snakes and then could turned be. sour. Wait, then was I like a gamer? <laughs> it could be. In the future. Who knows? Because time You were a virtual a reality. It's just happening right now and I'm a gamer somewhere and you're getting eaten by snakes and you're no, in the I'm apocalypse. Fuck. You guys, I'm scared shitless what now. What if I... <laughs> I know this is some like all this kind of stuff is like trippy. Super Do you know what happened? Our last episode at the very, very end, we took like a very like existential scary turn and now we're doing it again. And I know. Now I'm freaked I know. out again. I know. Okay. Let's end it out with, with another. Do you have another scary story? Yes. You know what we'll do? Roz. Okay. How about you plug away and then okay. we will end it. We will say goodbye and then we will end it on. This is a lengthy tale okay. and I will play it and it is very scary. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Roz. Oh, um, well, go listen to Ghosted by Roz Dresvelez, my podcast. It's Ghosted with an explanation point. Um, And yeah, you can listen to the show and you can hear all kinds of people, famous people, comedians, drag queens, everyday people, psychics. We all talk about spooky stuff, ghost stories. um, And yeah, um, it's so much fun. It's out every Thursday. And I'm going to start doing live shows more with it. Just did my first one and I'm going to start taking it on the road soon and i've got new merch that i'm gonna be selling fantastic and- merch. fantastic yes. oh and help my um childhood dream um come true of becoming an instagram celebrity by yes. following me yes. at um Roz Drez Velez on Your insta <laughs> and um, same name on twitter and facebook and cameo and all the places yes we love you thank I love you, you so much thanks for having me we couldn't have anyone else on a Halloween episode. Let's no. make it a tradition. I know. Okay, Next Halloween. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I still want to be in part of your live show where you do the thing where you first, you the first impression. We live show. You we should, would love we should do to a do a crossover thing. <gasps> would love we could just that. Hope, we could just all three host one together. Yeah. Well, Bronze, we'll wish you happy Broads, Halloween. Roz, it's been real. <laughs> And we hope you have a spooky, sexy night tonight. And um, enjoy this horrifying story from broad Beth Wilson. (laughs) Thanks, Beth. Chat soon. (laughs) Hey, broads. My name is Beth, and I'm going to tell you a couple of ghost stories about what happened in my house in Alabama. So I bought this house in 2006. The house was built in 1981, so it wasn't super old. Um, And the way the house was laid out, it was a two-story house, 
and my bedroom was directly above the front door. So one night I'm asleep, it's probably three, four in the morning, and I hear that unmistakable sound of my front door opening. I immediately woke up. There was like no dreamlike state. I was completely awake and I heard my door shut. I, because I was single at the time, living alone, I always kept my bedroom door shut and locked. Um, I also had a gun because it's Alabama and my dad wanted me to have one for protection. So um, I kept a gun in my room. So I sit straight up in bed and I'm terrified thinking that somebody's broken into my house. So I wait a couple of seconds listening for sounds and the living room was carpeted. And then immediately to the left of the living room and of the front door was a hallway that went to my kitchen and that had hardwood floors. So then I hear steps, footsteps on the hardwood floors and they go down the hallway into the kitchen. They make a circle, come back to the living room and then it's carpet and my stairs leading upstairs also are carpeted. So I'm fully expecting somebody to come up the stairs. So I grab my gun, I get out of bed, grab my gun, and I'm waiting for an intruder. And I've got my cell phone and I'm like about to dial 911, but I don't hear anything. And I'm waiting and waiting and nothing happens. And I don't hear anything and there's no more footsteps. So um, this was terribly stupid of me, but I sat there and waited thinking, did I mistake that? Then I started doubting myself, but I was like, I know I heard the door open and shut. I know I heard those footsteps. So I waited until the sun came up, uh, which was about two hours. And I called my mom and I told her what had happened. And I said, I'm still in my bedroom. I'm still locked in. I don't know if there's somebody here in the house. I don't really want to call the cops because I kind of feel stupid. So I didn't call the cops. And I told my mom, um, stay on the phone with me. I'm going to put the phone in my pocket. And I'm going to basically sweep the house as if I'm like a SWAT team member. So I take the gun. I walk out of my bedroom. I search each of the bedrooms on the top floor. I check the closets, the bathroom. There's nothing. There's nobody. Nothing's out of place. Everything's normal. So I go down the stairs and the front door is shut and locked, dead bolted. And you have to have a key from both sides. And there wasn't a key in the door and the door was shut and locked just like normal. So I continued to search the rest of the house and I didn't find anything. So I thought, okay, um, well that's weird, but I don't know what that was. So not too long after that, um, I'm sitting in the living room and I have my cat Thaddeus sitting next to me and he's asleep and I'm watching TV and all of a sudden he sits up and he just perks up and he jumps up and he races up the stairs and he gets to the top to the landing and I hear him hiss and howl like he is ready to attack something and then I hear a screech and he runs back down the stairs and glues himself to my thigh. And he is shaking, his hair standing on end. And there was nothing. 
in the house. There was nobody else there. It was just me and him. Well, that night I for sure was not going upstairs to check and see what went on. So um, I ended up just sleeping downstairs because I was terrified. Um, a couple of weeks later, I'm upstairs and my boyfriend, who's now my husband, was on his way over and I got a message from him. He told me he was like an hour away. Well, I hear my kitchen door, the door between my kitchen and the garage, I hear that kitchen door open. And I thought it was him. Sometimes he would surprise me and get there early. So all excited, I get up and I walk to the top of the stairs and I call out for him and he doesn't answer. So I walk down to the landing. The stairs go halfway and then there's a landing and then they turn. So I walk down to the halfway point and peek into the kitchen and the door between the garage and the kitchen is standing open. And that was also a, a deadbolt lock that you had to have a key from both sides. I'm positive I locked it because I always did. So I see the door standing wide open and I am freaked the hell out. So I grabbed my keys, my car keys, and I just walked straight out that open door, got in the car, <laughs> and drove away. I called my boyfriend and I was like, hey, so this is what happened. Um, I don't know what it is, um, but I'm terrified and I'm not going back to the house by myself. So he met me at Target and we drove to the house together, searched the house. There was nothing in there. There was nobody in there. From there, things started to escalate. Um, my mom would occasionally stop by the house in the middle of the day like if I was at work or something, um, she would just drop by and hang out while she was waiting for my dad to get off work. So she would do some laundry because um, my mom's amazing like that. So she was doing my laundry and she went upstairs to put it away. And she told me later, she was like, um, I'm not sure what happened. I, I must have caught your jewelry box as I was walking by the dresser, but your jewelry box fell off. And it was actually a little ring tree that had a lot of rings on it and like some extra earrings. And she said it just fell off into the floor. But what was weird about it was that's not something you could just catch walking by the dresser. That was not only sitting at the very back of my dresser, it was sitting on top of the jewelry box at the very back of the jewelry box. Nothing else was disturbed. It was just that ring tree that fell off in the floor. So she tells me this, and I was like, well, that's weird. Um, but my mom is not really a believer in ghosts, so, you know, um, we let it go. And uh, not long after that, maybe the next day or so, I walk by, and I see my sunglasses that are sitting at the very back of the dresser slide forward and slide down into the floor and not fall, not a quick fall, they just glided into the floor and sat there. And I was pretty freaked out. And I, for some reason, thought, well, if I don't acknowledge it, then it won't know that I know that it's there. So I just picked my glasses up, put them back on the dresser as if nothing had happened and went about my business. I had some friends over that weekend and we're sitting in the living room and they're sitting on, they're sitting in two chairs and there's a table in between them. And I had this little small, um, it's actually a ball and a cup 
that I'd gotten in San Antonio. And I had that sitting in the middle of the table. And we're sitting there talking and I'm telling them about what had happened and about this ring tree falling off and about the sunglasses falling off. And all of a sudden, that ball in a cup slides to the front of the table and just falls off. And we all looked at each other and my friends were like, so do we say anything? Uh, we all saw that, right? And I was like, yep. And I guess we just ignore it. We're just going to keep ignoring it. So we started trying to figure out while we weren't, when we weren't at the house, we started trying to figure out where this might have come from, had I brought anything new into the house. And I realized, yeah, um, I had bought a bedroom suit from an estate sale. It was an estate sale of somebody that we knew, somebody that my aunt had gone to high school with. Uh, the woman had passed away, her parents had passed away, and her brother was selling the stuff from their house. So we had bought the bedroom suit. Um, inside the bedroom suit was a picture of the woman that my aunt had gone to high school with. Um, it was a picture of when she was in high school, when she was crowned homecoming queen. And it was a picture of her with her crown, sash, and roses. So I was like, I feel like that picture, that's what it feels like to me. I think it's the bedroom suit, and particularly, I think it's that picture. So I called my mom and I said, hey, I've got this picture. Can you get it back to her brother, to this woman's brother? Because I feel like it needs to be home. I feel like that makes the most sense. So my mom said, sure. And I knew that I had taken the picture out of the dresser. I had it in another drawer and it was on top of a stack of books in that drawer. So my mom comes to get the picture and I go over to that drawer and I pull it open and the picture's not there. And I was like, well, I'm positive I put it in this drawer, but I'll look anyway. I looked through all the rest of the drawers. I looked at the dresser that we had bought at the estate sale and the picture wasn't in any of them. So I told my mom, I don't know where it is. We'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Um, a couple of months later, I was packing up to move and I was moving. I'd gotten married to my boyfriend and we, we were moving together to Atlanta. So I'm packing up and I go to open that drawer that has the books in it. And on the very top is this woman's picture, the homecoming picture with her crown and roses and sash. It was exactly where I remembered putting it. It just wasn't there when my mom was there to take it home. So that day I took the picture and took it immediately to my mom and said, please get this back to her brother. And then I sold the bedroom suit. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if the people who bought the bedroom suit have had any issues. I really hope not. So those are my ghost stories from my house in Alabama. <laughs>